I would like to pay my respects to Aboriginal Torres Strait Islanders as the traditional land owners, including each country for their own faith and traditional land ownership of people. To help someone more than you is a focus on love, trust, care and favour. Using the pictures and story illustrated from the Bible passages found in Daniel chapter 6, my talk is from verses 10 to 23 in particular. Imagine four starved and irritable lions cooped up in cramped inhumane conditions roaring out objections. They are fierce, forceful and agitated. The town folk knew this was a court ruling against Christianity and a submission to pagan authority. I will add this form of punishment was not just for Christians. In its time and for those put in the pit, they are sentenced with a death penalty for a crime. There are, they are the lion's meal. Can you imagine the fear this sort of punishment can do with your thoughts? What if you are not guilty and still face death row? I would like to add now this mystery. Four kings and four different ways of God revealed with us throughout the earth. God is creator, God in design as humankind called Jesus, God in spirit as a gift from Christ called the Holy Spirit. Lastly, God in his glory returned. They are the peace within the storm. You might like to question, where is the storm with this story in Daniel? Just to give you some idea, it was found in everyone throughout the town folk by all the harshness and dominance against Daniel and his claim of God for Israel. The subjects were the Israelites and they had one that stood out in the crowd for them called Daniel. If you think about it, it's like a string of pearls. There is God, there is Daniel, and then there are the citizens of God. The evidence of what I am talking about is found in the title of Lord with this story and it revealed himself, we know it to be as Pharaoh. For those that do not know what it means, it can be put in simple terms. They are a Lord to rule and their job description is to make laws, collect taxes, control citizenships, and are a high priest of every temple. Pharaoh also represented the gods on earth. They also performed rituals and built temples to honor the gods. Their fruit, or in other words, their conduct was deceitful, dishonest, cruel, vindictive, dominating, argumentative, controlling, and so on. Pharaoh's leadership enforced slavery and harsh penalties by giving out sentencing to control the people. 
The seed of fear was sown by the reality they lived, and so it goes. That seed grew in their lives that made them become controlled by actions they were subjected to. Daniel becomes the cross. God was ending this guy's reign and restoring his glory back with the people to live in freedom and peace once again. Sadly, before that can happen, there has to be a showdown between God and Daniel because of his because he is the prized pawn, so all the people will know who God is. Work was being done so people can see the truth. Firstly, I would like to say God is spiritual and humans are faithful. Next, I would like to use from this story to show the reality God is love, trusting and caring and favouring. He is for us. If he is for us, then who can be against us? He builds the confidence in us first because when things become impossible, we rely completely upon his insight into something better called hope. It is no different to swimming in a race to win. Your eyes are fixed in one direction and that is forward to win. Your training gives you the endurance to keep going. And when it's tough, the end becomes visible. Sometimes you realise you have a little more to go, but you are are ensured you will finish because the crowd begins to make so much noise because they also are the finish line for you. When the race has ended, you look at all the people who were involved And you cannot help but give a gratitude speech to thank them all. This was no different for Daniel's case in the past, nor is it any different for us today when facing impossible tasks. Back to Daniel in the lion's den. Notice what he used to communicate against adversity. There are four principles being conducted from God, the creator, dealing with our past. God the Jesus dealing the history events, God the Holy Spirit detailing the truth, and the present time God the glory detailing his existence from our future before the citizens. The kings and the rulers gave the tests, trials, judgments and tribulations. When a seed is formed in our minds, it grows and spreads influences on our beliefs and values. We know we have doubts about the truth if it because of it we begin to question not only our thoughts it questions our actions and our vulnerabilities meaning what we are confessing with others around us. Firstly what do these words mean? The greatest example I can give is when you read the story in detail because of the impossible actions, thoughts and confession. In contrast, the story is in fact saying everything is possible. When you have doubts over something that makes you confident, a truth becomes challenged to see the authority that gave you the confidence. Daniel's authority was in his God. His faith 
even though he cannot see the result, while the events unfold with doom and gloom, never became an issue. Daniel knew the truth against the lies he was challenged with. He knows they had no power against the reality of what God does. If you look at the evidence from the lions, they were subjected to cruelty, harshness, abuse, bitterness, torture, and man's dominance with enforced slavery by treatment subdued. It was not natural. It was a responsive trained act, so they would kill anything that came into that pit quickly. God used the pit to demonstrate life. His message was of pure form. If you put your trust in me, if you accept my words, if you receive my goodness, if you believe in my favour, you will not die. Surely you will live against adversity and against the impossible presence of death. What was happening here is an empowerment to overcome misguided beliefs, not just for them in history, rather a message for us today. When we feel vulnerable and at risk, beliefs make us aware of dangers and you now know you are stuck in a stigma situation. From a Christian point of view, a believer is being sentenced to judgment from all around and barriers are generated to exclude their rights in participating with others. In a township, rules are made, boundaries are outlined, guidelines are detailed, principles and teachings are established as a form of law, income taxes become harsh, Social events become deterred, communities become isolated, personal and professional lifestyle experiences with your living become impersonal and difficult. Breaking this down into parts, I will repeat from earlier, it is like a string of pearls. History comes first, claiming why the story of Daniel was created through a recorded event. To us today, its meaning is insightful for all things good. What I mean by this is our future will become changed after our belief has discovered the truth. We knew the truth in the beginning, a lie became developed and now we are needing to make some changes so we will be able to know the truth again. It has a pattern to set us free. Our lives should be in celebration to the timeline of Father, Son, Holy Spirit and restoration of the glory of God to us. We as people were led astray into foolishness and away from the scriptures using our immature actions becoming wrong in everything. We argue against the truth and pride thinking it will shield us from seeing this. We forget to educate ourselves from the master with his left behind manuscripts, or for a better word, the scriptures, so we could teach ourselves the importance from his insight to become wise with our lifestyles. The Bible is the greatest tool for mentoring, coaching, teaching, proofing and correcting. As I said earlier, the first part 
in learning is why the scriptures were created. God made some very good points in Genesis to why they were why they are the characteristics, attitudes, behaviours, mindsets, beliefs, love and compassion about creating something to exist. These points were taken from Genesis 1 verses 1 through to 29. Notice how they are favoured from his insight, wisdom, knowledge to what he is and to what he is doing which was about heaven and earth, including hell. Hell was presumed it was, sorry, I'll start that again. Hell was presumed it wasn't created yet. God spoke by spiritual authority, so our faith can see what he is saying. Let there be light. Let there be darkness. Let there be ferment of water and to separate the water. Let there be separation of land and sea. Let the earth bring grass, herbs and seeds, including fruit to produce, trees to produce fruit. Let there be deviance to light and day for signs and seasons. Let there be living creatures in the water and earth. Let there be types of animals. So pleased by now, he then said, I will now create humans. The scriptures recorded this as Adam and Eve using intelligence. How else would we know the detail, the length and depth of his leadership, reign and authority that has been established? The second point I raised was the history because he has included the breakdown he also established a solution. This was called hope. It's the light that can never be turned out unless God does it himself and he is not in the business of death because he always produces life from it and this is the story of Jesus. There are so many teachings, insight and wisdom he gave to us as people to know about God who first gave us life who sustained our life and reproduced life in one form or another. I love how he reminded in the ways he did things by turning the lights on to see love, forgiveness, grace and compassion. Lastly, how all of this affects us today is a good question to examine. We are made perfect, things go wrong. We can overcome difficulties and be changed to live another outcome. I want to share with you about focus. It has a very important significance. Jesus always pointed this out secretively in every talk he gave. Notice how he changes your mind and your focus towards better things, building constructively, making good fruit with you that will not only sustain you, but will also help you to let go of things that stopped you from moving forward in life. We call them obstructions. They will always make your paths difficult. See a problem, gain insight first as to why it is, then become smart by creating a solution for them. God reveals all things to those who believe.
he created, he then said, he now fixed, he then made, he has restored, he now enjoys everything and more. Because he loved what he did, he trusted in what he was doing. He cared about what was happening and he favoured in the confidence of the changes it gave back to him. He never lost sight of hope. Daniel tested with his mind, his physical body, creating a testimony of his relationship with God's spirituality and his human faith. The king sentenced Daniel to death because the Pharaoh manipulated the law and it could not be altered. The king in nervousness called out in hope he would be alive and Daniel replied saying out aloud how an angel of God saved him by closing the lion's mouth. The king's faith was in Daniel's God. The testimony and witness of the spiritual authority of God was true and in turn had everyone involved with putting Daniel to death placed in the pit themselves where the lions were roaring. The people of the town were given an instruction to acknowledge the God of Daniel. Daniel had everything restored back to his life with this story. Just to give you a little insight, the high office to the royal master, Darius the Mede set himself against Daniel to stigmatize him publicly and sought help from staff with a deliberate task to destroy him by getting Darius to issue a decree which condemned him to death. The history of Daniel told the story about prayer. It is not, this is so important because Daniel stands up for his rights and for the rights of others as an advocate and continues to pray to the God of Israel. My last question to highlight why was it recorded in the Bible? A sensible answer is for our teaching and for the purpose to show us he was tested, tried and proven to be good. I would like to share it this way. Daniel's thoughts and how he had control over them. Daniel's physical body and how he in had endurance until it was time for him to be delivered. Daniel's words and how he testified the authority of God's actions. Daniel's faith and how he gave witness to others of God's spirituality. And finally, Daniel's evidence of the glory of God restored back to the people. People were freed from slavery and the punishments in forced to subdue. It encourages us today not to become slaved to the things not of God. We are free to love, trust, care and be favoured with each other. My last point from this talk I would like to make is on the topic whether you believe God's reality or not is an expression, mind over matter before sight. If we do not see it first, we will not pay attention to it. Faith is the other way around. You listen first to wisdom before you see it. Hope is using the knowledge through your journey and insight from knowing the authority God gives spiritually against the odds so you will believe the truth. What all this is meaning? 
change comes from difficulties and your own convictions. You are not alone because someone has already lived, lived it to give you victory against it. Empowerment is confidence against a false belief. In the past, I was a smoker. I tried all kinds of smokes, legal and illegal. I wanted to change and put faith and hope together so I would stop. My mind had to change first. It had to be educated with insight as to why I was an addict. Then I had to be educated with wisdom to decide the difference between the habits, addictions, cravings and poverty making me see the good and bad to smoking. My false belief was it helped me emotionally. This is the lie, it was good. And when I was stressed, in truth, these were indicators to my slavery. I couldn't live without them because I would not cope. Then came the education of endurance to become clean from them and from the effects it was causing also to my body. It was not over by a long shot. I then had to make a stand against relapse. It was not that I gained insight. I was restoring my life without smoking in it. Then I saw what could have happened to not just me, but to others involved in my life was horrifying. But I had to experience it. I got life from putting to death a sin called addiction. What became raised in me was the confidence to change other things that would later be important. My thoughts had to break free from the enslaved control it had over me. My physical body had changed with medical difficulties. My words had to change from negative remarks to positive forces. My faith was clouded with confusion. Now I'm in the light I used everything to live. I lived in hardship so I could supply my addictions. Others have criminal scars because of the damages you will do to others to get your next supply. As a Christian, I put to death a curse controlling my life. I do not have a need because I dealt with the meanings I used for smoking. For me, it was escape away from stress. These meanings have no power with me today. I am alive today because I have authority over my choices. Yes means yes and no means no. I hope this encourages you with whatever struggles you are facing or wherever you might be in your life journey, you are changing. You have authority to master over your weaknesses and you are given the endurance to withstand against it till you have victory with it. Freedom is knowing there is the distance between you and sin. What stands in the middle blocking its return is a timeline of God in action, Jesus in action, the Holy Spirit in action, and you're facing the right way around to see God's glory in action. You cannot look both ways. He wants your undivided attention. I know for me, every day I look towards his countenance and see victory. It is so bright it can be blinding for a reason. 
it states, remember no more your darkness. I would like to pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as the traditional land owners, including each country for their own faith and traditional land ownership of people. To look at a building before you walk into its doors, you see a construction perfect by design and magnificent with structure. A few months prior, you would have had a completely different view. You would have seen an absolute mess with people everywhere, fixing damages, redrafting problems, shifting waste and making inroads to preparations for grand opening day. How many people would you think it takes to make one building complete? It is in fact quite a lot, both on site and off site, not forgetting drivers, safety crew and management teams. Everyone has their part to play and everyone knows what they are doing, right? What happens when devastation occurs and tests the strengths of the not quite completed building? Welcome to my talk today called the construction site. The difference between legal and illegal activities most people would like to say is cost because they both have the same value. The true answer I would say is short-term profit comes more to mind. I used a picture to describe a professional working environment with the hope I can relate with you for a personal matter. Shortcuts to advantage yourself, are they worth it in the long run? looks good at the time when you need it most, sounds reasonable when offered the deal, but the question to ask, is it good enough to be safe for you in the long run with your life? That means the length of your lifespan. They both come with problems and the ability to enslave you with addictions, problems, medical stresses, personal and professional struggles, including financial hardship. We as people naturally want to be successful and have others recognize our efforts when doing something for ourselves. Problems begin when things become challenging and strain takes a hold over us. In the event of an emergency, we must work out a plan of action to take and follow it through with our own good, knowing setbacks can cause a disruption with the flow and in turn will have us a need to overcome to keep us on track. Strain forces negativity and outbursts of emotions others are watching with you and a hopeless giant becomes formed in your thinking because success has been challenged and the deadline from pressure now mounting around you from everywhere. The positive upside is your hope can be restored because of the effort others can do for you. Did you know 
your thinking can change your life for the greater good if you give it a chance. What makes a great mentor is one who defines truth. What becomes a true course of reality is the actions from your experience driving your emotions towards the finish line was the impact with your confidence to change your belief. In truth, what made you live with discord is immaturity to make sound decisions. To explain this as a little better something happened while you were not ready, so panic made all the choices, just like a shonky deal that costs you more. In the long run, you get out of the fix, but in the short term, not so good. What should really happen is for you to wait until you are given all the facts so you can make a sound decision over what has happened. And like everyone, you need more than you to make that choice. We cannot do it alone. We need others with us. I want to share with you a story that shaped and changed not only governments, but also nations constructing an image we today call as a movement. One person used their voice to empower others with a belief. What they stood for was freedom and a free will to decide. They describe how they made a difference by challenging our belief so we as people could know the difference between good and evil. Today, in every culture, it is known as Christianity. We only as people agree or disagree when it affects our individuality. How we fit in is how we stand out. It only needs one person and the world circles around them to confirm the judgment. Now others have become celebrities, whether it be a sportsman, artist, musician, teacher, politician, parent, a leader, they are all employments for influence. We can identify them as important because of their actions, so should I say the construction they are making in our lives and the world for others to see as bad or good. When something goes wrong, we crash because of what it was in us that believed them. Now damage has occurred and mending needs to take place. Liars will use vulnerable people to make themselves popular or great with others. How they do this depends on the field they play in. Like getting the job you really deserved, but don't because they took your hard work and used it to advance themselves to the company's leadership board to get that once in a lifetime promotion. Movies are made all the time with this concept. One thing is for certain, it won't be clean. Why? Because it shows the actions between good and evil for us to decide by engaging our emotions and this is what I want to share with you. Have you ever walked into a change room 
after a game has played. What is certain will be the dysfunctional state. Chaos and mess to clean up in every place of the building and no one around but you to clean it up again. It is terrible. The sight is unclean. The sound of silence is scary. Not to mention your own thoughts by now arguing. Why did you get the short straw to go go it alone and putting the room back together again? Welcome to how life is run. Order and organisation need to be re-established so another event can use the establishment for a different day in the week. A system is required to be put in place for importance. Time must be divided for tasks and networks so it can be utilised effectively and efficiently. When you first glanced at the dysfunction, nobody wants to come close. But when everything has become in order, you have everybody wanting to be popular off it. Then a movement becomes everyone's call. Stay the same or fight for change. Did you know everybody lives the tale once in their lifespan? Others have this tale many times over. I want you to know how powerful you are as an individual. Standing alone or side by side with others can be empowering. The rights to be heard, the rights to be respected, the rights to be protected and the rights to have a voice. We all want to be acknowledged in some way because when we are victims to a hurricane which has destroyed our lives and those statements become our aim, our emotions become our awareness cry because that is the cry out of the demands for change. Who is standing up for others to feed off? Can you see the picture now? One voice, many responding. Put it another way, when you are standing up so others can be heard, you will become accused, judged, condemned, insulted while you work with your cause. Where are your rights now? Fools try, but you know when they, when they fail because you are then bribed, silenced, fined, start, start existing, hardships or occurring, difficulties are happening, Bitterness is now developing over your actions by taking a deal too good to be true. As a Christian point of view, Jesus said, I am your peace, your hope, your confidence against the storms. Stirring around you that gives 
you doubt, stress, exhaustion and hopelessness. Why? Because the giants that were born in your thoughts have educated you in your lifestyle, now making you fearful with any form of possibilities. A great example was Jesus when he called Peter out on the water. Jesus was no different to the disciples. He was a man of flesh and blood like them. He used an impossible situation to give them hope because we all know we cannot naturally walk on water. He also used an even more dangerous occurrence that was happening to demonstrate a truth. He allowed a storm with their belief they could be killed. But then he gave them life in the situation so they had hope in the future. He educated them with knowledge, turning the lights on to the giants in their minds. That has caused them to react the way that they did with their actions and emotions, including behavior and conduct. He used the natural storm to turn their knowledge into insight by describing what was happening to them internally with their belief and what was the truth. The giant was, as I said before, the physical responses against an impossible situation by showing them what they were producing from lack of confidence. It became overwhelming and discouraging. Giants are seeds sown in us to disadvantage our accomplishments. Have you ever wondered what some of these seeds look like? They are described as toxic weed and need to be removed from your life. We know them as negative traits like worry, panic, headaches, rapid heart palpitations, procrastinations on tasks, overthinking. These sorts of things can be identified when money becomes a storm to us. To build our confidence and solve our storms, we are given the use of mentors, counsellors, coaches, doctors, specialists, teachers, social workers, psychologists, welfare officers, support workers, and so the list can go on as a life jacket and as a rescue boat. They help individuals to overcome the stigmas and barriers giants cause to their lives and they lead us to a place to recover. They help people to focus, see it in their mind, believe it internally, act on it externally because of emotions. It can be a false belief if used incorrectly. To empower yourself is to invest in how you apply yourself to your own life.
A positive or a negative simply means the emotional truth or lie towards something. Turn your impossible situation around by doing something different to give you a solution that will allow it to be possible. Did you know in most cases what you use to turn the world off is the very thing you need to use to turn life back on again? I used a simple drawing that has never failed me for many years. It was a drawing of a light switch. You may recall hearing my expressions, negativity switches our joy out and positivity turns itself back on again. Turn on to see in the dark. Turn off to see in the daytime. Leaving it on wastes power and money and will add strain to my life. Trouble I do not need like another giant called stress from my expensive power bill. In other words, why waste money I don't need to spend? What you use as a medium controls you by its influence. Example of this could be I was a happy-go-lucky character who liked to party with others. I would drink and become drunk, making a nuisance of myself. And over time, I stopped going to parties. My light was switched off. And then I became an addict to alcohol because I kept drinking in the dark. Before I knew it, I was drinking excessively because what increased in my life was stress around me. Trauma events happened, stigma with my, fam with my family and friends existed, barriers from not being able to work and medical health deterioration. You become a lonely person, not only with your life, but with the few remaining in it. Joy and happiness have been taken away. Instead of finding a solution to control the drinking so you could enjoy the party and have a great time while allowing you to still be a happy person. It was a giant mess generated around the person's identity crisis because it didn't matter how it ended up. It became a negative routine and a constant remark controlled by the bottle from the person's thoughts. It must be turned around. You control the bottle. Most times drinking is a numbing agent and an emotional buffer. Very seldom do you hear is for enjoyment these days. What we hear is the downward spiral of letting the world go and not remembering a thing later. Or something like this, I just wanted to fit in with the group. Or maybe it could be, I just want to forget, so who cares what I do. This is a false belief we are using to shield ourselves with. 
or in other words, building a wall of protection around ourselves because a need for change is recognised. Resistance becomes the voice. Participation on our part is identified. There is a mess to be sorted out and reconstruction is required in our life to enjoy living again another way. Turning the lights back on so you can be happy again is your identity can be reclaimed. The bottle is the light switch you use to turn your identity off. What made you happy was your character. And that is the construction site to be developed once again. All the positive ways happiness can be defined and used you goes like this. Your interests become clear. Your responsibilities become truthful. Your commitments become sorted. Your purpose in life becomes recognised. Your motivation is being driven by purpose. Your confidence is becoming stronger. You are more reliable because you are working where you are happiest and you are finding the right organisation system for your achievements to occur. Just like at the meaning of, just like at the beginning of this talk, when I drew an image with the words so everyone could relate, and that is the proud standing of a building after being completed and the doors open for trade. We all know maintenance is a must in maintaining any structure for change and for upkeep to its strength. How we fill the spaces inside is from the importance we give the buildings used to include others in it. What we make from it with income gives the value it has given up to us as a person. In summary, constructing you is your right to know your own identity in the light and in the dark where you are being developed. Storms reveal the giants challenging the beliefs about you. Name what is to be constructed in your life. We all have the means to be successful because we all have faith. Jesus gave us hope so we will remain faithful with God who supplies all our needs from his glory for our cause we choose to pursue. Out of the wilderness into the promised land flowing with milk and honey. He knows we are going to be covered in the ugliness of stuff from life and he already paved the way to be cleaned with it so we will be whiter than snow. Courage comes when you say, yes, Lord, here I am. And it also is the courage that comes also when you say, I'm going to give this another go because you currently do not see Jesus' work in you yet. I would like to pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as the traditional land owners, including each country for their own faith and traditional land ownership of people. To look at a building before you walk into its doors, you see 
a construction perfect by design and magnificent with structure. A few months prior, you would have had a completely different view. You would have seen an absolute mess with people everywhere, fixing damages, redrafting problems, shifting waste and making inroads to preparations for grand opening day. How many people would you think it takes to make one building complete? It is in fact quite a lot, both on site and off site, not forgetting drivers, safety crew and management teams. Everyone has their part to play and everyone knows what they are doing, right? What happens when devastation occurs and tests the strengths of the not quite completed building? Welcome to my talk today called the construction site. The difference between legal and illegal activities most people would like to say is cost because they both have the same value. The true answer I would say is short-term profit comes more to mind. I used a picture to describe a professional working environment with the hope I can relate with you for a personal matter. Shortcuts to advantage yourself, are they worth it in the long run? Looks good at the time when you need it most. Sounds reasonable when offered the deal. But the question to ask, is it good enough to be safe for you in the long run with your life? That means the length of your lifespan. They both come with problems and the ability to enslave you with addictions, problems, medical stresses, personal and professional struggles, including financial hardship. We as people naturally want to be successful and have others recognize our efforts when doing something for ourselves. Problems begin when things become challenging and strain takes a hold over us. In the event of an emergency, we must work out a plan of action to take and follow it through with our own good, knowing setbacks can cause a disruption with the flow and in turn will have us a need to overcome to keep us on track. Strain forces negativity and outbursts of emotions others are watching with you and a hopeless giant becomes formed in your thinking because success has been challenged and the deadline from pressure now mounting around you from everywhere. The positive upside is your hope can be restored because of the effort others can do for you. Did you know your thinking can change your life for the greater good if you give it a chance? What makes a great mentor is one who defines truth. What becomes a true course of reality is the actions from your experience driving your emotions towards the finish line was the impact with your confidence to change your belief. 
In truth, what made you live with discord is immaturity to make sound decisions. To explain this as a little better something happened while you were not ready, so panic made all the choices, just like a shonky deal that costs you more. In the long run, you get out of a fix, but in the short term, not so good. What should really happen is for you to wait until you are given all the facts so you can make a sound decision over what has happened. And like everyone, you need more than you to make that choice. We cannot do it alone. We need others with us. I want to share with you a story that shaped and changed not only governments, but also nations constructing an image we today call as a movement. One person used their voice to empower others with a belief. What they stood for was freedom and a free will to decide. They describe how they made a difference by challenging our belief so we as people could know the difference between good and evil. Today, in every culture, it is known as Christianity. We only as people agree or disagree when it affects our individuality. How we fit in is how we stand out. It only needs one person and the world circles around them to confirm the judgment. Now others have become celebrities, whether it be a sportsman, artist, musician, teacher, politician, parent, a leader, they are all employments for influence. We can identify them as important because of their actions, so should I say the construction they are making in our lives and the world for others to see as bad or good. When something goes wrong, we crash because of what it was in us that believed them. Now damage has occurred and mending needs to take place. Liars will use vulnerable people to make themselves popular or great with others. How they do this depends on the field they play in. Like getting the job you really deserved, but don't because they took your hard work and used it to advance themselves to the company's leadership board to get that once in a lifetime promotion. Movies are made all the time with this concept. One thing is for certain, it won't be clean. Why? Because it shows the actions between good and evil for us to decide by engaging our emotions and this is what I want to share with you. Have you ever walked into a change room after a game has played? What is certain will be the dysfunctional state. Chaos and mess to clean up in every place of the building and no one around but you to clean it up again. It is terrible. The sight is unclean, the sound of silence is scary, 
not to mention your own thoughts by now arguing why did you get the short straw to go go it alone in putting the room back together again welcome to how life is run order and organization need to be re-established so another event can use the establishment for a different day in the week a system is required to be put in place for importance time must be divided for tasks and networks so it can be utilized effectively and efficiently when you first glanced at the dysfunction nobody wants to come close but when everything has become in order you have everybody wanting to be popular off it then a movement becomes everyone's call stay the same or fight for change did you know everybody lives the tale once in their lifespan others have this tale many times over I want you to know how powerful you are as an individual standing alone or side by side with others can be empowering the rights to be heard the rights to be respected the rights to be protected and the rights to have a voice we all want to be acknowledged in some way because when we are victims to a hurricane which has destroyed our lives and those statements become our aim our emotions become our awareness cry because that is the cry out of the demands for change who is standing up for others to feed off can you see the picture now one voice many responding put it another way when you are standing up so others can be heard you will become accused judged condemned insulted while you work with your cause where are your rights now fools try but you know when they when they fail because you are then bribed silenced fined start start existing hardships or occurring difficulties are happening bitterness is now developing over your actions by taking a deal too good to be true as a christian point of view jesus said i am your peace your hope your confidence against the storms stirring around you that gives you doubt stress exhaustion and hopelessness why because the giants that were born in your thoughts have educated you in your lifestyle now making you fearful with any form of possibilities a great example was jesus 
when he called Peter out on the water. Jesus was no different to the disciples. He was a man of flesh and blood like them. He used an impossible situation to give them hope because we all know we cannot naturally walk on water. He also used an even more dangerous occurrence that was happening to demonstrate a truth. He allowed a storm with their belief they could be killed. But then he gave them life in the situation so they had hope in the future. He educated them with knowledge, turning the lights on to the giants in their minds. That has caused them to react the way that they did with their actions and emotions, including behavior and conduct. He used the natural storm to turn their knowledge into insight by describing what was happening to them internally with their belief and what was the truth. The giant was, as I said before, the physical responses against an impossible situation by showing them what they were producing from lack of confidence. It became overwhelming and discouraging. Giants are seeds sown in us to disadvantage our accomplishments. Have you ever wondered what some of these seeds look like? They are described as toxic weed and need to be removed from your life. We know them as negative traits like worry, panic, headaches, rapid heart palpitations, procrastinations on tasks, overthinking, these sorts of things can be identified when money becomes a storm to us. To build our confidence and solve our storms, we are given the use of mentors, counsellors, coaches, doctors, specialists, teachers, social workers, psychologists, welfare officers, support workers, and so the list can go on as a life jacket and as a rescue boat. They help individuals to overcome the stigmas and barriers giants cause to their lives and they lead us to a place to recover. They help people to focus, see it in their mind, believe it internally, act on it externally because of emotions. It can be a false belief if used incorrectly. To empower yourself is to invest in how you apply yourself to your own life. A positive or a negative simply means the emotional truth or lie towards something. Turn your impossible situation around by doing something different to give you a solution that will allow it to be possible. Did you know in most cases, 
what you use to turn the world off is the very thing you need to use to turn life back on again. I used a simple drawing that has never failed me for many years. It was a drawing of a light switch. You may recall hearing my expressions, negativity switches our joy out and positivity turns itself back on again. Turn on to see in the dark. Turn off to see in the daytime. Leaving it on wastes power and money and will add strain to my life. Trouble I do not need like another giant called stress from my expensive power bill. In other words, why waste money I don't need to spend? What you use as a medium controls you by its influence. Example of this could be I was a happy-go-lucky character who liked to party with others. I would drink and become drunk, making a nuisance of myself. And over time, I stopped going to parties. My light was switched off. And then I became an addict to alcohol because I kept drinking in the dark. Before I knew it, I was drinking excessively because what increased in my life was stress around me. Trauma events happened, stigma with my, fam with my family and friends existed, barriers from not being able to work and medical health deterioration. You become a lonely person, not only with your life, but with the few remaining in it. Joy and happiness have been taken away. Instead of finding a solution to control the drinking so you could enjoy the party and have a great time while allowing you to still be a happy person. It was a giant mess generated around the person's identity crisis because it didn't matter how it ended up. It became a negative routine and a constant remark controlled by the bottle from the person's thoughts. It must be turned around. You control the bottle. Most times drinking is a numbing agent and an emotional buffer. Very seldom do you hear is with enjoyment these days. What we hear is the downward spiral of letting the world go and not remembering a thing later. Or something like this, I just wanted to fit in with the group. Or maybe it could be, I just want to forget, so who cares what I do? This is a false belief we are using to shield ourselves with. Or in other words, building a wall of protection around ourselves because a need for change is recognised. Resistance becomes the voice. Participation on our part is identified. There is a mess to be sorted out and reconstruction is required in our life to enjoy living again 
another way. Turning the lights back on so you can be happy again is your identity can be reclaimed. The bottle is the light switch you use to turn your identity off. What made you happy was your character. And that is the construction site to be developed once again. All the positive ways happiness can be defined and used you goes like this. Your interests become clear. Your responsibilities become truthful. Your commitments become sorted. Your purpose in life becomes recognised. Your motivation is being driven by purpose. Your confidence is becoming stronger. You are more reliable because you are working where you are happiest and you are finding the right organisation system for your achievements to occur. Just like at the meaning of, uh, just like at the beginning of this talk, when I drew an image with the words so everyone could relate, and that is the proud standing of a building after being completed and the doors open for trade. We all know maintenance is a must in maintaining any structure for change and for upkeep to its strength. How we fill the spaces inside is from the importance we give the buildings used to include others in it. What we make from it with income gives the value it has given up to us as a person. In summary, constructing you is your right to know your own identity in the light and in the dark where you are being developed. Storms reveal the giants challenging the beliefs about you. Name what is to be constructed in your life. We all have the means to be successful because we all have faith. Jesus gave us hope so we will remain faithful with God who supplies all our needs from his glory for our cause we choose to pursue. Out of the wilderness into the promised land flowing with milk and honey. He knows we are going to be covered in the ugliness of stuff from life and he already paved the way to be cleaned with it so we will be whiter than snow. Courage comes when you say, yes, Lord, here I am. And it also is the courage that comes also when you say, I'm going to give this another go because you currently do not see Jesus' work in you yet. I would like to pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as the traditional land owners, including each country for their own faith and traditional land ownership of people. Imagine you were just given an offer of a lifetime. Sounds too good to be true, right? I mean, to make this deal so believable and sounding authentic with no gimmicks used, what would you need to do? To make it sound incredible, you would have to be hearing about this person through social media and through your friends. 
This deal was to have your life checked by the Spirit Guide's world-renowned spiritualist. Wow, what a title. Well, I want to use this image to talk today about crystal balls. Before I begin, please do not be confused because I've used a mythical presentation. I do believe there are two different representations. One is religious and the other is man-made with regards to spiritual paranormal experiences. To begin, I would like to share my demonstration with a narrative between two people, one named Bob and the other named Jane. Bob is the renowned spiritualist guide and Jane is the winner for a reading. Hello Jane. Hi Bob. How are you doing? So so Bob. Why is that Jane? Just having a bit of a hard time now. I mean, I was so excited about winning this ticket and all, but... Is there anything I can do to help? No, not really. Come on, a problem shared is a problem halved. I broke up with a friend I have known since I was a kid. Oh, that is a shame. Just as well you have plenty more friends or it could be a lonely life. I just cannot believe we are not friends anymore because of a drink. What does that have to do with it? I said no to the drink. I did so much and this time I asserted myself and said no. Sounds... Sounds serious then. A stupid drink. Never mind. All the times I've helped, it means nothing. What was the drink? They have always got me to do stuff. I said no this time. Are you going to tell me what the drink was? I would like to have some idea what you're talking about. Would it be so hard to accept no? Anyway, I thought you were a spirit guide who could tell me stuff. You know what? I'm done with being a friend to you. Go and find someone else to share this with. I am sick of hearing the talk about the drink. This chat is over. Bye. A question to ask would be, what was important? The reason? The awareness? Or the solution? As you would have noticed, the truth was Drink had control over both Bob and Jane, and neither were using the company of each other, and neither were enjoying the company of each other while talking. For Jane, it was her values that were talking through grief. With Bob, it was his judgment because of his skill as a spiritualist guide. For me, you do not need the dead to talk life into something. With Jane, if I was to unpack all the emotions the drink had, it would take an entire library to all the lies believed and the same would be for Bob. 
Why did I just say that? I did for the simple reason spirit guides are listeners. They create an image for us to see and engage the emotional responses to authenticate its reason. And in this case, neither were listening truthfully because they were controlled by the word drink and all the mystery that went with it. In fact, it made the value very poor. The drink had no real value. This was the truth, or should I say, life to it. Just the impact that came from it. The one word drink I chose to use was to show you how it had complete control to both their including their thoughts, words, emotions, experiences, lifestyle, behavior, awareness, sounds, because you are listening to it, and lifestyle. And this totals up the true environment of where they were. This is how things known to us really do have an impact on us through real life. In this case, drink showed them both how they lost sight to what was important by using a technique called replay and repeat with the events. This time in a new way with all the same patterns as before it reacted because of loss. Nothing new could be established from it. The next point I would like to make is a comparison. When we listen in part to know the bigger picture we are still only completing the fraction. The view was on drink. To the spirit guide, the sound drink was the idea to use in completing a puzzle about the person and gaining information to engage their emotions. What he was really deciding in his mind was to answer his question, was it illegal or legal? Too many suggestions were being made to, to decide. Sadly, the person had already given the full picture and to what broke it into millions of pieces in her life. Putting it another way, when listening like a crystal ball to the conversation, it would give a totally different look. Jane described the peer pressure she was experiencing by her friend's actions and because of her assertiveness it was not respected and her authority was challenged including her beliefs. The knowledge she was giving and deciding on had damaged her trust and the value of her friendship. The volume of her worthiness including dignity was taken away from them both over drink. The complete picture was her environment she was living in. It was incomplete for many reasons, but nevertheless it was traumatic because there was no resolution about her friend and the impact it causes to the environment. The remarks speak for itself and it has completed the same patterns to the technique, repeat and rewind because it is now happening with the spiritual guide which Jane is now more devastated with. Therefore, both were stuck using the drink. They became centred by its control and going nowhere. 
The impression has left a scar not only to their minds, but to their emotions as well. Noticed how negativity got stronger with the quitting statement at the end? I hope you have learnt some good things when identifying what impact means. Today I titled this talk, If Only I Had a Crystal Ball. I question what the most popular answer would be. Honest or dishonest? The reason why I asked this was because tools are a form of human power. It symbolises the kind of authority we are using. If we are going to do it with honesty, we would have the knowledge to fulfil the task. But we are wanting to escape from reality until impact makes us become involved. We know this by our actions. The power is in play is to have an advantage over something. Therefore, it becomes evident. Do not get me wrong. I am here to empower you to show more options can be available. I would like to share a story at this point in my talk. I will demonstrate and I will try to demonstrate it all being by making it simple as I can because this is where we as humans are truly vulnerable. Instead of having control over our thoughts, the message transmits through the body like a filtering system all wrong. We have most times got it messed up and the brain decides what the body feels first. Then when it sees something, your thoughts react. Our minds are giving incorrect signals. It starts in our thinking and reflects to our body, making a false belief. I want to draw a mental picture. Firstly, with a specific location you would like to travel to, describing an immediate environment of where it is. Did you know, in those couple of seconds, your mind has now investigated the detail, for example, the culture, languages, the customs, traditions, patterns, expected behaviours and a value to a standard way of living. Your emotions are very powerful. That is why you listened to your excitement first. What an impact, right? Now reality becomes real. It was never what you imagined it would be like when you first started investigating such a place. The experience has had an impact because a need for change exists to everything you researched. If only I had a crystal ball that could have told me this before I started. I wonder if it would have made any difference knowing this truth first. Would you still be excited? To set the scene free in your thoughts, we can choose to ignore our discovery or believe our ideas. That was an easy escape away from the truth. Knowing the difference between good and bad or negative and positive is how in fact we decide to give life or death to something. I want to share with you in this talk something real that we become subjected to at one stage in our life. Another story to give a different meaning 
but the same truth. I call it the rumour mill and everyone can relate to this in one way or another. But what I'm going to show you is another way to look at something as the same thing. It is in detail of how society, whether personal or professional, act as civilization and operates with a system of order. It is in parallel outlining a good and bad operation. Either way, we live its value the same. The rumour started when the taxation chase and how they introduced a stranger new to town with the game. A stranger rolls into town and decides to connect into a group unbeknown to them. They walk themselves right into a den of thieves, known to some as pirates. We know them as illegal business traders and everyone knows what a thief does. They take away what doesn't belong to them and sell it on for money. The start of the pecking order begins. After meeting the town folk, you say to yourself, gee, they were nice, even inviting me into their home so I can meet the others. Wow. So happy the emotions were. People thought I was glowing so bright they needed sunglasses to shield themselves from its glare. All these people and introductions that were given firstly, the custom was to be known to the important people as they were leaders in their field of expertise. Then a little voice made known of whom we to be aware of danger surrounds these folks. Some good and some bad to keep you distant. Moving along in a short space of time, you get to know who manages whom in the town. It becomes interesting as you have supervisors that watch over and report back, curious and gophers. Always in the news are the reporters detailing over the events and what makes the storyline. I think this is called keeping informed. Wow, every town loves their charity aides and volunteers. You just realised you are the recruit being tested. Impact now exists. What are you in the middle of has now become real reality. Are you safe or not begins the question in your thoughts. To your own discovery, they are testing the value of what side of the fence you belong to. Are you trustworthy or not? And in other terms, what do they need to know about you to stay protected from the law? If only you had a crystal ball to see all this before coming, chances are you would never have made the trip. Money was the tool controlling how people's attitudes were and how they behaved. Money also controlled their maturity to function with it and what their concept was about. Even their own conduct was suspicious because money was hard to come by as a commodity and all these things the crystal ball reflected in the environment disturbing the people. Money is not living, 
but they were willing to kill people to have it. Gangs were developed and as a pecking order goes, you had to be mindful of their activities. This was how money made people act like prisoners. Instead of controlling the money, they allowed money to control over themselves. They gave life to death, not the other way round. That is what empowerment does. It is giving you a truth over something that is important and that is you want to change. That is when you know you must retrain how you need to apply yourself by using what is already available to you. So often we are trained to believe we cannot live without money or we will perish. So over time, everything we apply ourselves to teachings, this misguided deception happens. We need to adapt to how we use the money. Money does not make us happy. We make ourselves happy by doing an activity. We will not starve. It is how we feed ourselves that keeps us full. Another great example is with drink. It will not destroy us if we learn to use drink wisely. Wisdom is the key ingredient to be successful, no matter what you apply this truth to. The crystal ball is always telling the wisdom from the environment you are presently in by its truth. Truth always empowers you to learn other choices. It keeps us smiling and enjoying what we have. Wisdom in truth is a tool and technique. We always kick to the curb just to let somebody else have it and only regret it later when the results come in. We as humans are born to be intelligent. It's how we apply it to ourselves with patience that shows us if we will be honest or not. Truth is putting it another way. Wisdom will show this by the environment we choose to be involved with. Here you did and know a movement and something to ponder on as I bring this talk to a close. Spirit guides is another word for wise counselling. They are trained to listen to the picture and to not look at the mess by first glance.